I'm Bob, I'm a compulsive overeater, drug addict, and also I want people to like me. And I have a problem also with the main thing here we always talk about is the food. So anyway, let me just do something quickly here. Okay. All right, so the topic today, here's a really good topic. Find joy in all situations. Can you imagine that? Finding joy in all situations? And you know, it's interesting. In this book here it says that and actually in Bill's story on page 15, he talks about how the joy of living we have even under pressure and difficulty. And it also talks about here the most impossible domestic situations righted, feuds and bitterness of all sorts wiped out. So here in Bill's story, he's telling us right here that he found all of this joy and happiness, even under pressure and difficulty, and like a lot of us have with people and situations in our family, can you imagine all of these things going on around you and you just sit there and it says in our book, we can only smile, right? We can only smile. All these things happening, we can only smile, right? And it goes on to say, on the bottom of page 15, there is scarcely any form of trouble and misery that has not been overcome among us. So the topic is finding joy in all situations, but I also have a subtopic. It's called the ego doesn't exist. What are these 12 steps all about? What is our addiction to food all about? It has to do with the ego, the self, right? You know, in all situations, remember I said joy in all situations. And one of the biggest situations we have is our addiction to food. So we don't find joy, we go on a diet, right? We go on a diet and 95 to 100% of them fail and the 5% that succeed are miserable. Why? Because our perception, we can't find joy in all situations. So the question you're going to ask next is, how do you find joy in the situation related to our addiction to, to food? Or, you know, alcohol, drugs, you know, we, we cover everything here, any kind of addiction you have. But another main one we do is people. And we're going to read a little bit about that. But before we do that, I want to get back to the food situation. Because 75% of our country is overweight or obese. Here's my solution, right? We're either in the solution or we're in the problem. And how do we get over this bitterness and feuds? It's getting over the ego and bringing a higher consciousness in. And we bring that in, this becomes our center. Not these drinks with 1,200 calories. Do you realize the drinks alone, if you get off of the, the addiction to those drinks, the weight will take care of itself? When I'm centered, and when all of these problems are resolved because of these steps in getting out of self, I said the ego doesn't exist. The ego is telling us we need more people in our lives. We need more money. We need more success. We need more food, food, food. So how do we attack the food problem? We try to resist it. We say the food is, is bad, it's, it's this, and the diets 95% don't work. It has to be that transformation, that attitude change. And it's interesting, page 15 is, guess what? It's written after page 13 where Ebby takes Bill through the steps. And again, he says, the joy of living even under pressure and difficulty. So... You know, abstinence tastes as good as it feels. In other words, we can, we can enjoy abstinence with food. We can enjoy eating healthy. We can enjoy having that empty, more empty look. You know, a lot of spiritual people fasted, right? As you look at religions, all Eastern, Western religions and other places, because they wanted to get out of material plane. So this is all about the ego doesn't exist. Or whatever today, you have that urge to binge on food, to be more successful, to get people to like you, to go to our addictions, to be depressed, miserable, it's because of the ego. The ego 
is causing all the problems. So you might say, well, what's wrong with the ego? The ego is based on the lower levels of living. The lower thinking, we have a higher consciousness, a higher power comes in. And we come in and it comes into our lives and actually we can be centered and all we see all the things around us and we enjoy life. And we see in its true perspective. Because what's the false perspective? Again, I'm going to go back to the food. The false perspective is all of this. And I have lists here of food that corporations make. You go in a supermarket, there are 50 ingredients in them. They're all poison. They all have high caloric intake in them to get you addicted. That's the false. The truth is, again, natural things. And I have here, you know, natural things that we can, can enjoy. But it has to be from that transformation, getting out of the self. Because I could just as easily hold these up, or I could hold up $100 bills or a million dollars, right? I could hold up, you know, an article about somebody saying how successful somebody is. Or, or they, they have medals or honors, or I could have on the back of me, you know, wall, on the wall, all kinds of diplomas. Because that's where, and we were taught this. Again, the food definitely, the corporations, our parents, when we grew up, it was all about these foods. We were brought up that way. The transformation can come right now again. The transformation has to do with that whole way, new way of thinking towards food. Toward, step one, say we're powerless. You could put alcohol, food, people, anything in our lives. We can have that transformation right now. Instead of having, enjoying, because it says here, the joy of living even under pressure and difficulty. So when I have that pressure and difficulty in my life, I can think of with, with, with the food and the addiction and wanting to binge on food, that perception change. Do I want to eat all of this food? Do I want to make that my higher power? Slowly but surely. But when we do other ways of doing it, when we try to diet, we're making a reality. I have to eat these three meals a day. Now, I'm not saying here you can't have a food plan, but I'm saying have it in joy and happiness. My plan is eating things from the ground. I wouldn't want, why would I want here a big drink with 1,200 calories? Not, not only that, it's going to kill me eventually give me all these illnesses in life. It's psychologically, the sugars and all of that, you know, it's like powdered cocaine. It's the white drug. Sugar's white like cocaine, heroin. You can relate it to all those drugs. But why would I want that? After a while, that shift comes, that change in thinking. The problem was we had that shift, though, right? We, we made food a higher power. All around us, the advertisements, they want to, you know, make the money in the corporations. Even on the Food Administration corporations, uh, like 100% of them, are, uh, uh, you know, from the FDA, the federal government, they're from the big corporations. So we don't have a chance. And in life, too, we hit bottom. We're here, a lot of us, because we became depressed, want to kill ourselves. We were at the bottom, right? We were addiction. It brought us to this place of no return, just like Bill and his Bill story. He wanted to kill himself, right? He was in the second floor of his house. He had to bring his mattress down to the first floor. He was afraid he was going to jump out of the, out of the house. So here we have a solution, but you know what? Do we want to pick up the solution? How many people pick up the solution when you think about it, right? Not many people do. What they want to do is, again, we were brought up on self-will. We were told, and we took it, and we, we brought it into our head that if we only did better, uh, had more people like us, did better financially in our jobs, all of these things outside of us, that was the happiness and joy that we could find. No, that's momentary pleasure. Again, that big plate of food, all of this gorging is momentary pleasure. On the other side of pleasure is pain. Because when we're away from the food, then we have more pain. You know, we want it because we're making it a higher power. 
we're isolating ourselves. We come home to our house, we close the shades, we do all of this. But we have a solution. We're going to have it right here in this meeting now. You don't have to wait. It doesn't have to take struggling for 10, 20, 30, 50 years. The solution to all our problems, it says here. Bill says, through all our problems. Actually, that's on page 13. Let me read that. My friend promised when these things were done, I would enter a, this is on page 13 in Bill's story, I would enter a new relationship with my Creator. You know, nine times in the 12 steps it talks about this higher consciousness, the Creator, Spirit of Universe, that would have the elements of a way of living. A way of living with our eating. Did we want, is it, was it a way of living when we were taught to, to take all this food as the answer to our problems? We need that revolutionary change which comes through that spiritual awakening towards the food and towards all the other things in our life. But, but the addiction of food, I bring that up because that's, that's the big one. That's the tough one. I speak to a lot of people been in this program for years and they were hooked on uh, cocaine or whatever it was, alcohol, drugs, and they found the food was, was a really tough one. And uh, the elements of way of living which answered all my problems. Now, for a lot of people been in this, th th these 12-step programs for years and years and years, if you're not at certain points in your day happy, joyous, and free, if you don't wake up in the morning and you want to go outside and enjoy the day, if, if that's what the problem is, then you really haven't even, we haven't even gone to step one, said I'm powerless. Because when you wake up depressed and when you're depressed during the day, the whole thing is you think you have the power. When you do step one alone, step one alone when it says we admit we're powerless over life, that's the answer. But we know we wake up, we want to we want to plan the future, plan the past. We forget about the present. That's all we got. The past could be an illusion, the present could be uh, whatever. But I said here a secondary thing. I said find the joy in all situations, but I said here the ego doesn't exist. Again, so people are going to say, Again, what are you talking about? All of these thoughts that come from our intellect, all of the time when we get depressed, anxious, upset, when we're in our addictions, it's because we're coming from the ego, the selfishness, self-centeredness. Can you imagine, let's just take an example. If you woke up and you got rid of the self, like I always say, Bob is my problem, and I brought in that higher, you know, listen, the higher consciousness, you know, a lot of people think of a deity, a god, the source is in us, the soul, the joy, happiness. There is nothing outside that can't fulfill us. There's no answers that we can find outside. All the answers are inside of us all the time. We have the answers. It says in the Ninth Step Promises, we intuitively know how to handle situations. It says that because the answers are here. And you know what the answer I usually get? So here's an answer you might get too. When I have a problem in my life and I pray and meditate, the answer is it really is not a problem, okay? Again, in my mind, I'm making it. But when you get out of the self, what could be a problem?